Hello, my lovely listeners. Welcome back. You are listening to the Indian Shrink Podcast and I'm your host, Shubhika Singh Chandavat. So today we are going to talk about a topic that all of us goes through. It is something that is completely unavoidable. And at the same time, um, it's just something that you have to learn to manage in your life. Uh, when I say that it is common to all of us, I am literally mean all of us, including a two-year or three-year-old child. So you can imagine how how this is something that cannot be escaped. It is going to happen at some point in your life. So without stretching it further, let me reveal it to you. Today we are going to talk about stress. Yes, stress. You've heard it right. Um, stress, like I said, is extremely common. And in fact, in today's time, in today's day and age, I think this is a word that all of us hear everywhere, all the time. Um, but how many of us actually know uh, whether stress is good for us, whether it's bad for us? Yes, you've heard me right. Whether it's good for us. I said that. <laughs> so that means there's also a kind of stress that's good for us, which often not many people know about. And uh, there are, of course, different types of stresses because depending on the type of stress, the management also differs. So yes, today we are going to discuss about all of that, different kinds of stress, the types of stress, what is good stress, what is bad stress, and how to manage it all above everything. Okay, so let's get started. So what is stress? Stress is a physiological or a psychological response to anything that is internal or external, okay? Um, it's a response to a stressor. A stressor can be internal or external, as I mentioned. Stress involves changes affecting nearly every system of your body, okay, which ultimately influences how people feel and behave, all right? Now, stress is a normal reaction, uh, which a lot of people do not know about. It's a normal reaction to everyday pressures, but it's important to remember that it can become unhealthy when it starts upsetting your day-to-day -day functioning and other aspects of your life. So if you have stress related to some topic, some issue, some area in your life, and if it starts permeating into other aspects, you do know that it is unhealthy then. You do know when you are not able to sleep because of that one little issue that's been happening at work, so to speak. Okay. Um, so that's something that we have to keep in mind. Before I get into the different types of stresses, I definitely want to let everyone who all my listeners know that stress is a biological response to survival and stressful experiences are a normal part of life. Please, I'm repeating the statement again and again. Stressful experiences are a normal part of life and the stress response is nothing but a survival mechanism that basically primes us to respond to threats. So this basically means that one can never have a stress-free life, but certainly can lead a stress-proof life. Okay, we all need to remember this. There will never come a time in your entire life when you'll say, oh, I'm stress-free. But maybe you can learn to lead a life that is stress-proof by following a few of the techniques that eventually I'm going to talk about. 
Now, you have to also understand that people respond differently to stressful circumstances. So a situation that I might find tolerable can become a source of chronic stress for you or vice versa. So that's something that we need to become considerate about. Uh, not see everyone's issues or everyone's stressors as from our point of view because like I said, what can be stressful for me may not be stressful for you at all. Um, everyone has a different threshold in life and everyone has a different history and all of that determines how you uh, receive stress uh, in your life and how is it you learn to manage or navigate through that stress. Now stress is basically, you know, when people hear about stress, uh, it always sounds like, oh my God, it's, it's bad, all the time it's bad. But that's not true. Um, there is also something called a positive kind of stress, which is in psychology called eustress. Um, eustress is nothing but actually it's a kind of stress which is short term and it is um, motivating and it increases focused energy uh, at times even improving a performance and most importantly it is perceived within the coping abilities of the individual all right so what can be an example for a use stress for example um, starting a new job uh, presenting giving a presentation starting a new podcast all of these are examples of you stress because when you're feeling you stress you are also motivated you're excited to some extent uh, you are full of energy and um, it pushes you to do better so that's very important and when i say it's short term i mean that once that uh, stressor has gone has passed let's suppose i have to uh, do a presentation once i've completed the presentation my level of stress will also go down i will no longer feel the symptoms of the stress all right um now that is the kind of uh, stress that is good stress now what is a bad stress now we all know about the negative bad stress which is basically called distress in psychological terms uh, it is the kind of stress that eventually leads to anxiety or developing an anxiety disorder in people. Um, when someone is going through distress, it will do the opposite of you stress. That is, it is going to decrease your performance. It is uh, perceived outside of your coping abilities and it can be long term. And most importantly, it can lead to mental and physical problems. Now, what are some of the examples of distress? Some of the examples of distress can be something like unemployment, divorce, a breakup, etc. Now, you all must be wondering that, uh, so then can we avoid distress? So, like I mentioned before, no, you cannot avoid distress or eustress. Uh, you, all you can do is you can learn to recognize the difference between the two and at the same time learn to manage uh, you know your distress or you stress with healthy coping mechanisms now when I say learn the difference between the two it's very very important to focus on that because the manifestation that is how you feel distress and how you feel you stress 
is very similar in your body. So it's very easy for the mind to confuse eustress as distress and or distress as eustress, uh, which rarely happens. But most of the times people are confusing eustress as distress. So uh, it's very important to know the difference. The difference is, like I said, that eustress is short term. It is going to go away once that event or the, of the, or the stressor has passed. So let's suppose if you have some uh, interview. So after the interview, you will not feel the same physiological arousal in your body. You will not feel the same symptoms that you were feeling before. Uh, that is something that you that you will have to pay attention to. That is something that you will have to acknowledge and uh, notice keenly to understand and learn the difference. Now moving on, there is also something called acute stress and chronic stress. I'm sure the the listeners who have a medical background or a psychological background uh, or are just generally aware would have an idea of the words acute and chronic. So acute is anything that is short term and chronic is anything that is long term basically. So uh, that is self-explanatory now. So acute stress is usually that's a response to short term stressor. Okay, so for example, it can be because of an argument that you've had with your partner or it could be because of, uh, you know, you had some altercation at, uh, you know, with a colleague in, uh, in your office or it could be because of something like a car accident or somebody is ill. So this can be, you know, very, very distressing, uh, which can ultimately lead to acute stress. Um, the thing to remember is that acute stress usually passes quickly and uh, it you typically responds well to coping techniques uh, like calming breathing exercises or you know brisk physical activity all of this is also something that i'll get in depth about uh, eventually whereas chronic stress is the uh, you know, the stress that is long term, you know, uh, stressors that actually don't let up. So the roots of chronic stress can vary widely and uh, it can be something from situations and people that you can't control or avoid. For example, it can be a toxic friendship to difficulties that are hard to escape. For example, uh, let's say poverty racism, discrimination, etc. They can be an immense cause of stress and eventually can also create, um, you know, anxiety uh, for a person. Um, anxiety is when the stress is going out of hand. That's when you start feeling anxiety. So um, that's just uh, happens most of the time because of chronic stress, the stress that has been there for a long time or a stress that is not managed well. Okay, so any of that can lead to anxiety. Now, one thing people need to remember that you, if you already have a health condition, uh, let's suppose if you have IBS, that is irritable bowel syndrome, if you have PCOS or some sort of high blood pressure, allergies, migraines, any of these diabetes, all of these, uh, you know, um, immune responses or the health conditions will get aggravated if you are under stress. Uh, a lot of times, even if you don't have a certain condition, people must have noticed that when you are stressed, you will start losing hair. You will start, you know, getting, uh, you know, um, 
irritation on your skin uh, some sort of purging will happen so uh, it's very important to keep this also in mind uh, and not rush to your doctor every time you have some sort of uh, manifestation physiological manifestation of stress uh, instead look within uh, pause reflect and just adopt uh, better coping mechanisms, healthy coping mechanisms and eventually things should smooth out. If they still don't, then of course it's recommended that you go to a, a doctor uh, that specializes in whatever issue that you are dealing with. Yes. Um, now, talking about how to manage or reduce stress in our lives. Okay. This is the most important chunk of uh, today's podcast. So I will keep it very, very crisp because there are a lot of pointers and they are not points that, you know, that are new to all of you. I'm sure at some point in your life, you've read it somewhere or, you know, you've, you've been doing it or, you know, you already have, uh, you know, sort of heard about it from someplace. It's just something that you've, you all, I'm just concising it and putting it because all of these uh, strategies in itself can eventually be a different topic for podcasts so you know you can get into much detail of it also so I'll keep it very brief um, so that I can cover at least major chunk of how to cope with stress yeah so the first is of course identifying the cause of your stress or the triggers of your stress it's very important to pay attention to what is changing in your body why is it changing in your body why is it changing in your mind? Why is your why are you choosing to react this way? It's very important to be reflective. It's very important to be attentive to your own responses. So please, please do that because that's the first first step in understanding and moving towards the uh, towards reducing your stress. The second can of course be cultivate social support in today's time when you know we. We are living in a pandemic situation. It's very important to activate your social support. I'm very mindfully and consciously using the word activate here because a lot of people may have social support. They may have very good family, friends or, you know, just uh, some so sort of social uh, connection, but they may not choose to activate it. When I say activate, they will not reach out, they will avoid, they will not make that effort because they are under stress or they are not feeling so good. That is where you have to be very, very uh, cautious of. You have to have to activate that social support in times of need like this. Uh, third, I think it's very important to take a break, take a break from news, social media, there's so much going on all the time uh, and it can easily spiral us into some negative thought process which can eventually trigger us into a stress response. So it's very important to take a break, healthy break from news and social media. Uh, it's also very important when I say take a break, take a break for yourself. So you need to also, that leads me into my second point, you need to also take out time for self-care. Self-care is not basically sitting in your room and scrolling through your phone uh, or social media feed. That is not self-care. That is escaping the reality. Self-care is very, very conscious when you're indulgent with yourself, when you are uh, 
aware of how you're feeling in the moment you're in the present that's very important so it's 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 advised to at least take out 30 minutes at least 30 minutes every day of your day to you know to take good care of yourself it can be anything it can be a long bath it can be just sitting quietly it can be you know it can be uh, taking care of your pet it can be you know sort of doing some uh, skin care it can be reading a book it can be anything for that matter um but remember the idea is for you to be conscious about the present moment rather than escape that okay uh sleep the most important point is sleep people take sleep very lightly you have to have to make sure that you sleep uh, on time you practice sleep hygiene which can be a topic that i would love to explore in the next podcast but uh, for now i'll just keep it very brief sleep is very important because sleep is connected to your mood sleep is connected to your appetite sleep is connected to a lot of other things you know so um it's very important to have a good restful sleep uh next point can be relaxation exercises there are many many relaxations exercises uh you know you can do um some muscle relaxing exercises you can do meditation you can do some grounding exercises there are different different forms of relaxing oneself you can pick the one that best suits you next that brings me to an off you know sub topic of that offshoot of the same thing that is meditation uh meditation is again something that helps reduce stress and it's been scientifically proven so i would recommend that uh if you are not in a habit of meditation please start now please start today it's never too late and it's not so complicated as everybody makes it out to be it's very very simple it's just sitting in silence and being aware of your breath work or being aware of the current moment that's all that's all meditation is um there are different ways to sort of aid your to sort of ease yourself into the process of meditation for beginners uh please look up please find the right resources if you want me to talk more on this please write to me i will definitely talk extensively on meditation also if you want um next is get physical please you have to exercise even if you are living in the time of pandemic if let's suppose you cannot go out you are quarantined or you are you know making taking proper measures safety measures then make sure you work out in your room itself you can do some skipping you can do some jumping jacks you can pace up and down your room at least 10000 steps is bare minimum one should do in a day if you're not even doing that you have to start today because being physically active uh, sorry being physically active is something that's going to really really take away major part of your uh nervous energy major part of your stressful energy that gets accumulated in the entire day and one very important uh way of you know strategy of dealing with stress is definitely practicing gratitude um you should uh count your blessings oftentimes we forget to do that you i mean we may be aware of it but we just do not acknowledge it so acknowledging that we are blessed or you know uh, that you know we have certain things in life 
uh, when I say certain things, it's not just materialistic. You can be grateful about anything. Uh, but make sure you are grateful about the things that have affected you in that day rather than keeping it abstract. For example, don't just be grateful that I'm grateful for having food on my plate. Uh, that's very abstract. Uh, keep it more specific. Be grateful about, you know, that, yes, I'm grateful that uh, today I ate my favorite uh, pizza uh, and I was craving for it since last one week. So that is more specific, right? So be grateful. And lastly, and the most important point to keep in mind is that if you still see that you are not able to manage your stress levels in spite of doing all these things, in spite of, you know, understanding, paying attention to your triggers, um, it's advised that you please, please, please seek professional help. Uh, it's very important that you do not take this lightly. So yes, that brings us to the end of today's podcast. Uh, please share your feedback, write to me on my email address, which is given, uh, or you can drop a text on my Instagram page. If you want me to cover newer topics or you have some feedback about the podcast so far, please do share and stay tuned to The Indian Shrink.